Didn't. Didn't, sorry. <laughs> What'd you say? Where's my phone, by the way? Over there. Nope, no. Oh, where is my phone? Oh. Hmm? Is that the Jay, you're not sitting on the phone, are you? What? You're not sitting on the phone. Uh, no. Downstairs in the car? No, I brought it in. It's really hot. Oh, okay. Right there! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Is that no. recording too? Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be fair, that's on all of us. It's actually really funny. <laughs> Looking at myself the whole time too, just yeah. not even <laughs> registering. <laughs> everybody welcome uh, to another episode well actually this is actually first. our first episode yeah. the other one was just a trial Practice. run yeah so that doesn't really count mm -hmm. um but so we just thought we'd quickly introduce ourselves if you don't already know us i'm daniella this is my co-host hey, and co-host jade <laughs> Off hello uh, and welcome to outspoken we um Obviously have, I don't know if you can see this, you probably can't, but I might just flip the camera slightly a little bit over to my side. Um, you can see we've got some IV drips going on at the moment. And um, Jade is yours right there. So we've decided today, being that it is a Sunday, we get some- and Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day too, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Day. treat ourselves. Uh, we thought we'd uh, contact our good friends over at Mobile IV Drift uh, to give us an infusion of some amazing vitamins. So Jade, you're doing the vitamin C and B. Yep. And do you want to tell everybody what that's good for? Oh, mine's good for everything. I'm getting the whole <laughs> mix, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting what for good... Uh, I don't know. So you're getting vitamin C, it's great for skin brightening, it's great for regeneration of cell turnover, uh, it's great, you've got the Sleeping. Bees, bees, which is great for, you know, energy, energy, sleep, energy, yep. Mm -hmm. So you're just getting a whole heap of goodness. Just give it all to me. Yep. I want all of it. And I'm just getting straight up vitamin C, so uh, I definitely need that. And I guess because we're both busy mums, it's always good to get a little extra help. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be doing this on the show today. Uh, so we will be using one hand instead of both <laughs> hands because the other one's hooked up. Um, but if you guys ever do feel like you need a bit of a boost, please, I will put the link on uh, below for you guys to contact them and uh, get yourselves hooked up sometime soon, especially if you've had a big weekend and you need that extra little bit of a boost. I'm excited to, to say how I feel by the end of this because yeah. I came in after, I had some red wine last night, so with mum I was watching a documentary which we'll be discussing today and I needed a, a friendly glass of red to help me, so I'm excited to I felt see a little, how that feels. Yeah, see how I feel after. 
So today's show, let's talk about today's show, because what are we going to talk about today? Uh, vegan versus meat industry, uh, mm -hmm. or those that eat meat or any animal byproducts, uh, like your milks and, you know, the way that we make our leathers and clothes and what's not. So um, I wanted to touch this topic on today because I have just become vegan myself, my family and I, um, and it is a big thing in my life. And I guess it's actually been really interesting to see so many of people that I know that I didn't think were doing this actually reach out to me and say that they are or have been vegan themselves for a long time. So mm -hmm. it's quite interesting to see how much it's grown mm -hmm. and how big of it, a thing it has become, which is great. Um, but then we have got other people in our lives as well who do still eat meat and, you know, enjoy milk and butter and all sorts of things. And you yourself, you've dibble dabbled here and back and forth. So yep. I wanted to talk about that today. Yep. 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 So, so I'm just I can just feel all of it. I'm just like <laughs> Dominion. So it's an Australian made video that they made with drones that go undercover to see what's really going on in the animal farming industry. Yeah. Just here in Australia alone. You know, so to do with cows, you know, sheep, you name it, you know, all the animals that we use for food and byproducts and the torture that they put them through. Like, it's really horrific. It's really horrible. Yeah, like RSPCA approved stuff. It's, it's not just, even RSPCA. It's just it's terrible. A, it's just yeah. a lot of shit. I saw once that in one chicken farm, what made it RSPCA approved was it had a pole with um, a toy attached to yeah, it on a, on a string. And that made it RSPCA that approved. The requirement. If you're okay with putting a baby chicken that's just been born live into a grinder, if, if people are okay with that, you're scum. That's how I feel. Like, you're okay with that? A baby has just been hatched. It's a beautiful thing, and you're putting it through a grinder. You can skin animals alive. No pain. Not, you're just skinning. Imagine if you were getting skinned alive. Like, that's disgusting. Um, so, we watched Dominion, the documentary, last night. Um, and it is something that i have been very aware of for a very long time about what really goes on in the animal meat or farming industry there's a lot of very gruesome horrific videos out there that do showcase what really happens and what really goes down but dominion is a great start off point for anyone who wants to get started who you know is interested in finding out the truth and what the realities really are but doesn't want that complete shock horror fact because it mm -hmm. can be very very difficult to watch a lot of these things um, and to be confronted with some very hard truths so dominion was a great great way for people to sort of learn to see visually what goes on and to maybe you know have a bit of a thought-provoking you know instant in their life where they can take that and move forward in researching things a little bit more. So you watched it last night, Jade. I watched it last night and I was actually surprised that um, the celebrities that were, um, what would you call it, speaking over for it. Yep, so we had Joaquin Phoenix, yep. who was a narrator yep. for it, which is awesome. He's a big vegan fan, yep. um, which is amazing. And actually there's a lot of and celebrity. And Kat Von D. Kat Von D. I wasn't D. expecting that. Yep. And um, that's pretty cool considering... The guy who uh, made it is from Australia, so yep. it's awesome that he could get them on board. Obviously, if you're passionate about it, then that's great. Well, actually, that particular documentary, what's great about it, given that we are in Australia, is that it is about Australian farms. Yeah. So, you it's know, of course this happens. Here. 
everywhere in the world, but sometimes I've found that talking about this stuff with other people, they go, oh, but that doesn't happen in yeah. Australia. Yeah. Well, actually it does, and yeah. that's why this documentary was so great, yeah. because it showcases the Australian yeah. animal farm. No bullshit. There's yeah. no excuses of, it's just, oh, that's just in America, that's what yeah. they do. No, 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 it happens here, and it's disgusting. So can you tell me a little bit oh. about what you saw, Jade, last night on the documentary? What was one of the parts that you were really horrified about? Like, can you bring anything up? Um, there's so much. There's, you know, they, um, even the, the people who beat the animals, mm. beat them, kick them, they have stunt guns just like, like this to their head and they're such big animals that it's really just paralyzing them or doing something to their brain but they're still alive and they're just jamming them, just doing Just dun, pure torture, just really. Just tortured, mm. uh, you know, Cooking them by their bits alive, dipping them in um, boiling hot water to burn their hairs off, and they come out and they're screaming. Oh, they're the just, screams were probably like, the hardest. And it's thing. like humans. Yeah. Like you can yeah. tell they are just, and they're watching the other ones. Like it's just, it's a fucking shit show. Excuse my yeah. language, but it's disgusting. It is actually really horrible. I must say, the screams are what gets me. What's really difficult is watching these poor, innocent, defenseless. I guess that's the problem that I have the most, is that these animals are defenseless. They, unfortunately, if they were in the wild, you know, they would have a lot more abilities or tools up their sleeve to be able to, you know, protect themselves. But they are confined into these very, very small um, alleyways or little cages where they can't barely move and yeah. they have no choice but to stand there and take yeah. the abuse that is given to them, which is, you know, even more difficult to watch because we as a human race, we need to dom dominate these creatures the way we do and torture them yep. on purpose. I don't even understand why we need to torture them. If you're gonna kill them, just kill them. Get over and done with as quick and as yeah. fast as possible. Yeah. Why do we need to torture them to the point where they're screaming in agony, their babies are screaming in agony. It's it's horrible to listen to. I don't even know how these people can work there. Oh, they're sick. I will, I will say this though, because I grew up in the country, in America, and um, I, I do support, like, uh, or not support, I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, you know, I grew up around people that farmed their own animals and that's what they used to eat. And it does, it still sounds bad, but it was done. It wasn't done horrifically yeah. like what I saw. It would yeah. be one bullet in the head, very okay. instant, feed their family. I'm not, that's where I, that I'm not against that because I grew up watching that or not watching, I don't go and watch it, but I grew up with that. I saw it done humanely. I don't really judge that. I think that that's okay. What I don't like is the mass farming of it all. There's just no yeah. care. They're exempted to do the most disgusting things to these poor little animals and big animals, smart, very intelligent, I, probably way smarter than me. I guess animals. So, the, I, I, and I'm glad you brought that up. I guess the problem, you're right, it's not in the fact that we eat animals. I understand we, we eat to survive in you know some sort of small areas where you have your own farms, that's fine. The difference is though, when those animals breed and have babies, those babies are treated lovingly, mm -hmm. they get to be with their parents all of their life. Yep, they're you in know, grass, um, there's grass, grass, they get to roam around free, they mm -hmm. have a really good life, yep. I guess. Yep. In the animal farming industry, however, for example, just in case you guys haven't watched the video, what happens to a cow? Let's just go with the cows for a moment. Okay. So a cow is born. Now, if it's a male cow, 
they are considered a waste product. And within days of being born, they are taken, ripped from their mother. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the mothers run after their babies. Mm -hmm. They try to save their babies, yep. but they can't, which is horrible. Yep. If you are a parent and you love your children, just think yep. about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Someone is taking your child that you just had and ripping them away from you. So you're both crying out for one another, trying to get back to one another. And these male cows are taken onto the back of trucks and they're taken to the slaughterhouse within days of being born to become what you guys consider to be veal. veal. Okay, so that's what veal is. It's a baby cow, male cow that's just been born days prior that has been taken to the slaughterhouse and is now your veal on your plate. That mother is then confined into a very small enclosure that she can barely move. Mm -hmm. She can't turn around and get comfortable. She's stuck in a very horrible way for years. Normally, I think these cows live about four or five years before they completely deplete their energy and they give up on said, life. I think it said that they use the women cows for ten up to 10 years. So is that's that only for dairy cows. Dairy, for dairy okay. cows yeah, only. for the milk. Yeah. But so... Then that's the thing, the female cows, the female cows, because they can produce milk, they keep the female, yeah. the female babies, okay? Now those little female cows get to suck on mummy's boobs for maybe a day, mm -hmm. one day before they are ripped from mum because the farmer or, you know, the industry, you know, people that work there, they need to hook the milking, you know, equipment to the mother's milk. So as the mother starts producing milk because she's had baby sucking on it, then they hook the mother up, and from that moment forward, that baby is no longer allowed to suck on mummy's nipples, okay? Mm -hmm. Only these machines. So that poor mum is now producing milk, not for her baby, but for the machines that we human consume. I so don't. that in itself is horrible. Ugh. But that poor baby is then taken away, doesn't get to see mum ever again. They are taken away into another area, and they're given, you know, powdered milk. You're gonna say about the impregnating? Yeah, we'll do that in a minute. They, they get powdered milk and they're living off that, but never to see mum again. And these baby female cows then have to go through their whole life of being raised, you know, to then produce milk themselves. So the whole thing is just disgusting in itself. Like you're ripping children away from their parents. The, the male gets slaughtered straight away. The female doesn't ever get to see mum again. It's just and Typically lack veterinary care and deteriorate quickly. Disgusted hearing that, but the but cow's milk actually contains oh, blood disgusting. and mucus. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the thing. And it's horrible. It's disgusting. You it's know, disgusting. oat milk, soy milk, amazing alternative. Almond milk, macadamia milk. milk, pistachio uh -huh. milk, hazelnut milk, soy milk. You name it. There's milks everywhere. Mm -hmm. So there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Um, impregnating. Yeah, that's that's basically a form of torture. It's 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 rape. You're raping yep. these poor animals. And not just the females, the men too. Mm. They they will put them um, around each other to arouse them and, and then, then strip, strip them, them away and then yeah put do what they things do. around their 
nipples. It's just, it's just horrible. All of it's just horrible. It's just horrible. The fact that they live in their own feces. Yep. I mean, they live in feces. They, the they meat you eat the is... babies get crushed by the mums because know. the mums can't move. And That's for the pigs. It's a different animal, yeah. And then they was they had just pictures of all these little babies getting crushed by the mum, just they don't squealing, have room to move. can't breathe. Yeah. Oh, it's gross. The the chickens, like let's just if you get, haven't let's just watched it, all out I, it, I will put up a little bit of clips up on this. Um, yeah. For you guys to have a little bit of a, a see of what we're talking about, so I will have that come up. Mm -hmm. Um. So keep an eye out for that. Um. But you know, horses, horses. I mean, horses. Yeah. That. Yeah. Go and tell me about horses. Oh, just, well, not even, like, I know everyone knows about the horses and the racing and everything like that, but they there is horse farming in Australia for your glue and for your lollies. It's, well, lollies contain, um, what's it called? Gelatin. Yeah. So gelatin actually is made, it's an animal byproduct. So even the lollies you're giving your children, even though you think there's no animal in there, it's actually an animal byproduct. And the gelatin is made from um, hoofs and, um, you know, all the sort of offal type And do you want to know how they kill the horses? They slit their throats alive. Did you know that? Would you be well, okay with that? I mean, to They be chop fair, their heads off. They chop their heads off. Yeah, they do chop heads off. But I mean, you know, I don't believe one animal gets any worse off than the others. I no, mean, I don't either, but you know, I want to. You're, you're, I want the... And I just think people who listen may not feel how we feel. So let's talk about animals that maybe might get their empathy up a little bit. Okay, well then I don't know if horses is the one I would go to specifically. <laughs> okay. uh, let's talk about the ducks. Okay, Ugh. your pillowcase, your pillows, and what's filled in your pillows or in your dunas, you know, the feather down. Um, so we all know that it comes from animals, feathers, but did you know that these animals are actually, they're stretched? Put and, and held down basically, and while they are alive without any pain relief, they are basically pulled all the all the feathers, like ba basically being skinned alive. The animals, I mean, imagine a duck screaming. Have you ever heard a duck screaming before? Because I tell you what, it's the weirdest, most horrible sound to hear a duck squealing for its life, the pain they must be facing. The sad thing is that once they've done that body the first time, they do it again after the feathers have regrown again. This is months later, they do it again. So these animals are constantly, constantly going through this horrible torture. And that's so we can fill our pillows and our dunas with some amazing comfy feathers. So, you know, there's, you, there's so much, there's so many can ways I, to this. I, I also want to say, um, I believe in karma and I just believe there's a karmic energy of ingesting and paying for it and being a part and of of the killing and torturing of these animals, the karma that they would hold in that in that energy of what they go through and then you put that in you. I do believe that that goes to you. Well, I believe in that I believe in that stuff. It's so negative. I guess the the next phase of this conversation because obviously we can talk about the torture forever, but you guys watch the video yourselves or do your own independent research and look into it yourselves because you'll see the horrific horrors Start with this because, because I've seen worse on Instagram yeah. and vegan pages that I follow. So this would be a good good thing to start with, I say. But I, when it comes down to the health element, because going vegan for me obviously was a personal mm. thing with, because I didn't want to partake any longer in the horrible, cruel torture and killing of innocent animals that 
by the way, do not consent to being killed or tortured. Um, so that was the one element. But the second element to it is the health component of, of being vegan versus meat eating or animal eating. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned that for, for, for a start, the karma or the karmic energy um, that it causes. So these animals are being tortured you know, and killed in horrific ways. That the interesting thing is that what actually happens scientifically to the body when it is uh, in torture mode, when it is fight or flight mode, mm -hmm. the the muscles contract. They get they they almost get so tense out of the fear and what's happening to the body. Now, when these animals get killed, that their muscles stay in the strained state. You're ingesting not only that energy, that negative energy that we have inflicted on the animals, but also what happens in the body and what happens to the blood and the muscles. When you ingest that meat, and this is why I'm a big believer, and it has been linked in research, much, much research, that the cancer that we are finding happening in a lot of the world these days and how mm -hmm. it's increasing is actually because we're ingesting, you know, these animal byproducts or these animal products um, that have this you know almost carcinogenic um... no it is if you look at the cdc website um meat is class is classified as an a first grade carcinogenic carcinogenic with asbestos if you don't believe me we'll put a link we'll, to that we'll that's link true up but this is the thing so you guys have to think about how much how much meat how much milk? Why how you many just give other your kids a cigarette and let them have a fag? Actually, I'd probably prefer that. To I be probably honest. would too. <laughs> to be honest, the animal products are so bad for your health, and the 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 sad thing is, is that we've been brainwashed for so long, yeah. and we've made it into such a culture that oh, you get more calcium from having milk from a cow, when that's actually so inaccurate. You get no calcium from another animal's milk. Yep. Your milk is from your mother. Mm -hmm. That is the only way you should ever drink mm -hmm. milk, not from another animal. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't get calcium from that whatsoever. And, and these animals all, by the way, eat grass. So the strongest animals in the world are plant-based. Plant plant so yeah. you think about that. Yeah, but you actually get more calcium and you also get more iron and protein from plant-based foods. Factually, I mean, you guys should look up facts. We'll put some, some, some statistics up mm -hmm. for you. But you actually have better results from eating plant-based foods than you do from animal-based foods. But unfortunately, the government over the years has brainwashed us so much into believing that animals give us the best source of iron and, and, and protein and whatever, when it's just a load of shit. Yeah. So I don't know one, I've never met someone protein deficient in my life. Have you? No, I haven't. But I have met I a lot of people who are iron deficient mm. um, and who eat a lot of meat on a mm. daily basis, but they still don't have enough iron in their in their diet, mm. which is interesting because I now have more iron in my diet because I was low um, iron. I was iron deficient when I was pregnant. Yeah, and they said you should eat more meat, but I didn't. I actually started eating more of my you know leafy greens. And I tell you what, I got more did iron you? out of that than I did out well, of eating meat. Funny, because same with me, except for I ate more meat and then I had to have a blood. Hummingland, so all the um, agriculture and all the forests and everything that are being cut down every year just to make farmland so that people can eat a bunch of tortured meat, which should be used as farmland to grow vegetation, it's being cut down. We're running out of land. Well, it's actually interesting because these animals do take up a lot of food yep. and water just oh, to yeah, sustain yeah, them. Yeah 
so they can be killed. Mm -hmm. And yet we've got we countries can, in the world yeah. that are starving. We've got millions of people in the world starving who don't even have fresh water, but we have no problem in getting all this water and all this food to these animals that we plan on killing anyway. Yeah. And we don't seem to have the same thought for looking at the starving children of the world or the starving yeah. you know, um, mothers and fathers you know, in Africa or in India or in all these other third well, world countries. Well, did didn't it say? That um, that all the water used for the meat industry in Australia could save could save all the entire country, all the starving people of the world. I mean, that's disgusting. It's disgusting. When you think about it's, that. Also, you just makes you makes you think like funny because you know there's all these these hierarchy people that have you know care about us and care about the population, but do they? Obviously not. Really? Too busy being, you know. And the funny thing is, is I think what did I say yesterday? I put something up saying. Um, Ignorance is only ignorance wouldn't have to be bliss if everybody wasn't ignorant. Well, that's true. That's very true. I guess the whole point of today's topic is that we just don't want people to use the excuse. I have this all the time, you know, and I don't, you know what, I'm going to re retract that. I didn't used to judge people before. Um, I guess the more I delve into this and the more I immerse myself in this topic, the less I give a shit about people who mm -hmm. are different to me. And I guess I'm at that point now where I want to have people around my circle that have the same morals mm -hmm. uh, or moral code as I do because I can't relate. I can't relate anymore. And by yeah. the way, I did used to eat meat. I, 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 I have leather shoes, leather bags. I've done it yeah. all. I've been a part of that world. And it's um, hard to... Like, I have a leather purse, and I was thinking about that last night when they were talking about all the cows, yeah. uh, that cows are hugely tortured just for leather. Just and for I leather. was like, oh, i got to get a new Yeah, purse. everything. You've got to just change everything. Oh. But I guess the point is, you know, I do, I, I'm leaning towards more. If I can't go to a restaurant now and go with a group of friends and someone just has a steak right there next to me, I can't look at that and think, how can you do that? You know, it, it, I can't any longer be okay with that and I guess that's where this show comes into it because I just it's ignorance it's pure ignorance or it's pure laziness to be honest mm -hmm. that you can't be bothered to mm -hmm. spend five ten minutes out of your day looking into this mm -hmm. you know have a look and see what these poor animals go through for the sake of you and your taste buds when really there's so many other alternatives out there that taste better are better for your health are better for the environment and also don't cause killing or torture of innocent sentinel sentient beings yeah. from being done. I also, so, I would like to say that um, I heard once, if you can't put it in a blender and drink it, you probably shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> and I thought, wow, I like that's that. so true. I like and that. if you have to put, can you just go and get a piece of meat and eat it with no sauce? Everybody is always covering it up with all this stuff, seasonings and sauces and all that. So really, do you like the meat or do you just, like the flavor that they're putting on top of it and the texture, I don't know. Oh, look, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I'm i not gonna lie. I've enjoyed eating meat. I've even enjoyed eating fish. I love fish. You know, I, I've enjoyed, cheese was my biggest, I was addicted to cheese. I would eat a whole block of cheese in two days. I'm not even joking, I love cheese. I'm also not a vegan, so yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel, I'm a little tortured because I'm talking about it passionately. I do care, yet I'm not a vegan. So, but can we talk about that? Me. <laughs> Tell me how that works for uh, you. I don't know. It's a constant battle. Um, I don't buy meat. I don't have meat in my house. Yep. But if 
occasionally I'm out or something at a restaurant and someone orders like chicken wings or something, like I'll have some. So. Talk in the microphone, Jay. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, there you are. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I don't buy meat. I buy tofu. I buy plant-based stuff at home. But if I'm out, like, yeah, I do eat some meat. But how can... Uh, I? I'm just wanting to understand, like, how do you do that? Like, how do you know all of this and say that I've you been don't agree with it? I've been for a long time. Keep in mind, I first tried being a vegetarian as a teenager. Um, I read a book called Skinny Bitches, I believe it was called. Yeah. Which, have you read that? No. Oh, read that. Oh, well, actually... 30 now I might not think it's so great but I loved that book and it freaked me the fuck out I was Why? like just they it's it's all about being vegetarian and the, the industry and all that and it yeah. was one of the first of its kind I think and I just it freaked me out so I went off of it but I lived in Kentucky at the time and oh the abuse like can you still sorry <laughs> no, I haven't had coffee this morning oh my god I'm um, so tired yeah so um, I lived in Kentucky and my family just were not having it. It was just like, they were disgusted by me and I'm quite a strong personality. So I stood my ground and I'd go to Taco Bell and I was like, can I have rice in my, in my soft taco instead of meat? And they'd look at me like, oh, no. And I was like, I'll pay extra. <laughs> like, yes. So I started off having soy milk and then eventually it just became a bit of a battle because I didn't want to have what they're having. And then the South, they're big meat eaters and I kind of just got swayed over a little bit so i guess like it's conditioning and i'm trying to uncondition myself i'm trying right here no 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 <laughs> and but i guess this is the same thing as a lot of other people so this is why i just want to get into your head a little bit because mm -hmm. a lot of other people might also struggle with okay i i see it i want to do it but i can't help it when i go out it's easy for me to get you know the same that i've always you know had like it's easy to have chicken with your salad or whatever so for me because i have sort of gone a lot harder and more cold turkey um mm -hmm. faster you know I, I i just want to understand what would you do you see yourself ever going full vegan or do you see yourself you know stopping to eat you i know, would when you go out and about eating sort of meat I'd like to, that's, I've always had that goal as a young, like when I was a teenager, I've always had that goal. So that I think that's why I'm trying to educate myself and influence myself to go there totally. I'd like to. And what would it take for you to get there? Um, uh, this, keep doing this, watching all the stuff. Cause you, you wanted to do this topic and I couldn't come here like as a, you know, blind. So I, I had to buckle up last night, watch the documentary and you know, it's open. It's yeah. opening my eyes more. Yeah. I'm going to search it more. It was really cruel. I don't want to be a part of that. So let's stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you find me some alternative cheese though? Because I am not into any of the alternative cheeses that are out. And everyone says that they're good, all the vegans. I'm like, you're a liar. No, look, sucks. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's some brands out there that are shit. Mm. You know, it's like... It's like with anything though, you know, you don't go buying um, the same, you know, brand of cheese. Not everyone eats the same cheese. Some people like this brand, some people like this brand. Mm. Same with vegans, you know, there's a lot of different options out there. You've got to find the one that works with you or the one that, you know, your taste buds like. We've tried, I mean, we go to these vegan um, grocers and the I try, I, well, there's a few, there's a, there's a few, but we just buy a whole heap of different brands and we just try, try and see what we like. And you know what, I don't like that one. Well, that one's really good. If um, there's any uh, 
alternative cheese companies out there that would like to donate for me, <laughs> I'd love to try because there's a lot to go through and that's, I do struggle with that. But uh, can I also say a shout out, which I actually don't know if it's still there, but there's this Thai restaurant in, um, in uh, like, what's it called? Sandgate Road. Yep. Um, like Hendra or whatever, I yep. guess. Do you remember what it's called? I don't remember what it's called, but it's in that main little bit where all the other little shops are, where the, food, uh, the I guess, food works or whatever. Anyways. Racecourse Road? No, it's not Racecourse Road. It's like on Sandgate Road. Okay, yep. yeah. They're all vegan. Yep. And when that place is insane. So if anyone has not been there, try and go like go there. Because all uh, their alternatives is redonkulous. I think David's probably looking for it. Prince of Thai. Is it Maybe. Prince of Thai? Thai Natal. Mm. No, I just typed in Thai restaurant saying get ready. Vegan, vegan, vegan Thai. There'll be a few. Vegan Thai. Um, I will say this. Since we've gone vegan, we... I've had so many people reach out to me with vegan places to go to. Yeah. Um, and New Tong Thai vegan New Tong restaurant. Thai vegan restaurant. So they are um, on Sandgate Road. This is just for you guys. So I will put that <laughs> up. Backwards. Can you see that? Yeah. I, I will put that up on um, the link as well. But Yu Tong Thai vegan restaurant, Sandgate Road. Hands up. Yeah. Um, but there's so many good vegan places to eat. And I will say this. So my husband, Big guy, you know, quite mm -hmm. muscly, uh, loves his meat, always has yep. struggled with this whole concept of what I can't eat meat anymore. This is ridiculous. I like, can't believe like, he's doing he's it. He's doing it's it. Amazing. And, and the, but I'll tell you why he's doing it because I started taking him to some of these places and he would eat, you know, the burgers or whatever. And he would look at me and go, I want another one. That the was Jack so Fruit good. Burgers. He goes, if this is what I'm going to be eating, I'm okay to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of the problem is that people are afraid. If I give up meat and cheese and all that, I'm not going to have anything but lettuce to eat. And that's just not true. No. There are so many restaurants yeah. now that do vegan food and vegan meat alternatives. And I swear to you, you wouldn't even know that you're not eating meat. It tastes no. like meat. It's yeah. delicious. Um, and a lot of men that I've talk to recently who have gone vegan say the same thing they yeah. are not missing out because they've got everything yeah. that they need so vegan nuggets vegan chicken nuggets mm -hmm. you've got vegan, vegan bacon vegan bacon vegan fish vegan uh -huh. everything yeah. i mean i've never eaten as good as i have in the last few months yeah. to be honest yeah i um, miss and all, it's all that plant -based. i used to buy all that a lot so i'm gonna go back to getting all that again so we might even do like a little um, list down below mm -hmm. um, in the comment section of all the places around Brisbane mm -hmm. and Gold Coast for you guys to go check out. If you're considering becoming vegan, you know, if you're not and you still want to eat meat, hey, you know what? That's totally fine. We totally get it. We've been brainwashed for so long. A lot of people will continue to do it. Mm -hmm. But just at least for the very least, stop before you eat. Say thanks to the meat that you're about to eat and, you know, say thank you for that mm -hmm. poor animal that mm -hmm. has given up their life for you to enjoy that meal mm -hmm. at least be grateful and try and maybe cut back just a little cut David back. Attenborough did a whole uh, what do you call it? episode or he had, yeah. what it was called something like his final word or final whatever moment, yeah. yeah and um and he that's what he asked he said he it's actually you should watch that we're gonna put that up too because he just said if you could just cut back to eating meat maybe once or twice a week it would make all the difference yeah big difference big difference um I, I do want to put a fact up that was really interesting to me which is mind-blowing when I read this so in the history of the human race in our entire existence there has been I think um, 
was it six? Actually, you know what? I'm going to pull up the exact statistics because I have That's got good. it. Um, I'm terrible with statistics. No, I can yeah. tell you stuff, and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds alright, but I don't. I'm not very good at backing it up with the. It the was incredible to read. I almost couldn't believe it. Back on. God, so the rodeos, guys. Oh, the rodeos. Sorry, this is just so I full was on. at just, a rodeo. Oh, oh, baby, biggie. Oh my God. So 619 million humans have died in war since the beginning of human history. We actually kill that number of animals every three days. Every three days. And that doesn't include how many fish get killed. That's insane. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's insane. So the, the amount entire of amount of human beings that have died in war since the beginning of history of all time we kill that amount of animals every three days. Every three days. That's nuts. And that doesn't include fish. Yeah. How many animals are being killed every day? Like that's just, we're gonna run this world into oblivion because if we keep killing animals at this rate, I mean, I heard them say in the documentary as well that they project that by 2048, there will be no more fish in the oceans. Mm -hmm. That is how depleted our oceans are of fish. 70% of the world's fish have been, are being fished all the time so that they predict in another 20 years, we won't have fish in our oceans oh, yeah, anymore. The That's ocean, nuts. The ocean temperatures are raising um, because all the the habitats and the and the fish are getting what do you, what do you call it killed and like um, fish being messed with. That's just insane. When you think about how this world's going to look when we don't have animals anymore and we don't have fish in our oceans, what's going to happen to us? What's going to happen to the ozone layer? What's going to happen to the environment? I mean, we're fucking up our planet yeah. and we've got no one to blame but ourselves. Yeah. That's just terrible. Yeah. Oh, my kids in 20 years time, my kids won't probably get to see a fish. Yeah, or, wow. you know, I mean, we'll have so many animals extinct. This is going to be, we're going to, this is the fun thing. This is the fun, what I project will happen if that happens. Everyone will become vegans because they you won't have any more animals to kill. Richard Branson predicted that um, in the next 10 years, um, it will be, you know how people judge those who don't eat meat. Richard Branson predicted that um, being a vegan in 10 years, it'll be like the opposite. Like it'll be like, ooh, you eat meat? Yeah. And he's a smart, he's a smart fucker. So we'll see. We'll see. I we'll hope so. See. I but mean, it is becoming more, I mean, more and more, more people are doing it and, and good. And let's not shame, let's not shame them because they, because you don't want to torture an animal. That's not funny. No, look, you know what? I mean, I like I said before, I get people have been conditioned this way to eat meat and everything. We no longer have the excuse to say, you don't know. Or And if anyone says to me, I, I can't watch that because it'll make me feel really sad. Um, that's the whole point. Yeah, you, you need should to be do watching it. Yeah, because, because I, it's supposed to I make was you sad. like saying that. I was like, I yeah. don't think I can do it. I, and I just, you know what? I was like, no, you've got, you have to I watch mean, it. I mean, you have to watch it. That's the what reality. What about your kids too? Like, if you have children, can you really like on the side, other side of the of, of receiving what what? what I don't want to say outside of the camera, but whatever. Can you really honestly say that you are more than happy to um, follow CDC guidelines, wearing masks, doing all that, but oh. when they say that 
that um, openly that meat is a class A carcinogenic with asbestos and tobacco that you can go, yep, that's what my kid's going to eat for breakfast. So like, you're, really? you're literally putting cancer-causing products yeah. in their body. Can you really, really be happy with that? But hang on, but another th here's another thing. How many of you out there have mm. kids? I mean, I take I my kids to the to you know to like local farms so they can see little you know mm -hmm. um, cows and sheep, whatever. I mean, and these farms, you know, they're all for you know cuddling up the animals and kids love animals mommy that's my friend and my mm -hmm. friend and then later that night you put their friend on a plate little lamby so while you talk to your kids oh my god you want to see the little lamby you want to mm -hmm. cuddle you the lamby you want to feed it and then you take later on oh we're having lamb for dinner i mean mm. what is that doing to your child psychologically? i can tell you seriously i have never done that with risa she's been a vegan since birth well, i shouldn't say vegan because she does like cheese but she'll i know for a fact she she's will vegetarian. not she will not eat cheese when she knows where it comes from i just haven't yeah. explained that to her yet because from birth you cannot force a steak down her throat if you paid her a million dollars she yeah. won't do it but um my little sister she wants to be a veterinarian she loves animals um she used to not want to eat meat refuse accent i even showed her one of those chicken videos when she was little my mum wanted to kill me and they said jay don't show her that you know that's horrible um that's i'm not going to change what we have to buy for food so blah 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 and she used to beg i don't want to eat the meat i don't want to eat the meat well they ended up telling her like all this shit i so much i don't want to be like rude on 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 film but to the point where now she goes well that's just what happens to them and i just have to eat it and, and i'm gonna grow up and be big and strong and i'm like you were fucking brainwashed yeah you did not want to eat any of those animals naturally on your own until your parents brainwashed you to do that i don't like that that's not that's taking away her choice it was yeah. her choice yeah, it is. I guess though, I don't like that. Parents obviously feed children and you know tell the child what's best for them. So it's not really the child's you know fault, but unfortunately the reality is we as adults make the choices for our children. Now I was raised as a meat eater. I'm Portuguese. We're big, big meat eaters, big fish eaters. We we are all about that, um, and so it was obviously very difficult to then completely change that for myself I guess what changed for me is the fact that I cannot inf ever since becoming a mother I have become more empathetic I guess to pain and suffering um, and mm -hmm. I can't watch you know what these babies go through I mean putting chickens through blenders alive little baby ones I mean I can't I can't know that the little baby chicks that you give your kids at the yucca that they hold and they're so cute and they I mean why don't you just rip its head off in front of your kid and say terrible. here you go chicken nugget I can't do it so I guess that was a bigger more important thing for me than what my culture had been all mm -hmm. my life you know that took over um, and so Daniela loves animals i love animals love i don't kill cockroaches them. just so in case anyone's wondering if i'm full animal lover yes i don't kill cockroaches i don't kill spiders i don't kill spiders. i don't kill anything okay i will always grab a container 
get it, push it outside. Like if you know me, you'll know I don't kill any animals. I cannot handle it. You love them. Um, so, and, and again, every animal has a place in the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. They are all here for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, you take one animal species out and we'll fuck up the ecosystem. So, you know, we all have a role to play and I just don't believe that they are our food. Mm. Um, so that's my views on the topic. Well, it's been a very full on, very, yeah. very heavy, very much about the raw, you know, go vegan, I guess. Um, you know, I guess we just want to open up your minds to the possibility that there are alternatives out there. And that maybe instead of looking at food in packaged items that look really pretty and tasty in a food aisle at the grocery store, mm -hmm. maybe you should associate mm -hmm. that ingredient that you see neatly packaged and associated with what these animals who were living beautiful creatures have had to go through for that meat to end up like that mm -hmm. maybe you need to understand that that cuddly cute little thing that you think is so sweet and you want to feed it and pat it well that's basically gone through horrific treatment in order for it to become processed in that packet for you yeah. so just open your minds maybe look into it a little bit and hey why not do half vegan week and half meat eating yeah, and you know start. before you know it you might end up enjoying eating vegan mm -hmm. food and, and if you and can't blend foods. it and drink it probably shouldn't be eating it there we go we'll close with that i guess <laughs> so um thanks everyone for watching today uh we look forward to seeing you guys soon please drop us some comments below let us know any feedback if you want any tips or advice or any recommendations we're more than happy to write them out for you so don't forget to follow us on our instagram channel as well outspoken underscore unapologetically and hit that subscribe button and we will see you for next episode yeah thank you bye, bye. Individuals who share with us and our companion animals we love so dearly, our capacity to feel love, happiness, grief, and mourning. Who share with us our capacity to suffer. Our desire to live, to be free, to be seen not as objects, not for our utility to others, but for who we are as individuals. Beings in our own right, not units of production, not stock, he, she, and they, not it. The truth is, there's no humane way to kill someone who wants to live. It is not a question of treatment or better ways of doing the wrong thing. Bigger cages, smaller stocking densities, or less painful gas. We tell ourselves that they have lived good lives, and in the end, they don't know what's coming and don't feel a thing. But they do. In their final hours, minutes, and seconds, there is always fear. There is always pain. The smells of blood. The screaming of other members of their species with whom they have shared their lives. Never a willingness or desire to die but rather a desperation to live, a frantic fight to their last breath. And never are they shown mercy or kindness, instead mocked, laughed at, kicked, beaten, tossed like ragdolls, or sent into a mincer because they were born the wrong sex. We take their children, we take their freedom, 
we take their lives, sending them healthy and whole into a slaughterhouse to come out as packaged pieces on the other side. And we tell ourselves that somehow, along the way, something humane and ethical happened.